Good morning. Welcome to the coffee run. I hope you are all wonderful as usual. Really excited to chat with you today. And I was thinking about, um, I was actually chatting with one of my besties, the very, very fabulous Jo Muirhead. Some of you know her, um, about what something that's been really cool to see play out. She's uh, recovering from an injury at the moment. And hey, Catherine isn't able to be online. And one of the things that she, uh, that we were talking about this morning was about things that we love about what we do and some things that we hate. So what it got me thinking about is I was, I was trying to kind of like ponder, I was pondering and trying to work out what to talk to you guys about today or with you guys about today. And I thought, right, I had a really awesome, a really awesome conversation with a lady yesterday afternoon uh, about her business and about marketing, all this sort of stuff, which, you know, inspires the shit out of me. Um, so I want to talk to you about that and why I really, really love that. And then the other thing that I really wanted to chat to you about, hey, Carmen, is one of the things that happened that I think is really freaking rude, something that I really, really hate. And, uh, you know, I, I guess like, like business is like living in the land of duality, right? There's always duality everywhere we go. And, you know, we've got light and dark, uh, power, force, shade, sun, you know, all of that kind of thing. I think it's really interesting. I'm with a client who does a podcast, uh, two clients actually that do a podcast together where they talk about the everything that we that we love about business and one thing that we hate. And if you don't follow the very fabulous Gerda Muller and the wonderful Dr. Tess Crawley, then you should really go follow them because they're incredibly funny, incredibly smart humans and really, really amazing all-rounders. So, you know, I love that. <laughs> but one of the things that I was talking about, like what, I, what I'm talking about is like what I love about uh, like marketing and what I see and what, what sparks me. And I want you to think about for your audience and for your niche, what it is that might move them or inspire them. So the backstory is I was talking to a photographer yesterday who also creates these amazing pieces of art. And we were chatting about her price point and, and about her niche and what she wants to create. And she's uh, she's like, I, I know I need to get myself out there. And you know, the normal stuff that, that you guys say as well. And I know that you need to, hang on one second. Is there only one left? Okay, we'll just do it with one. Hang on, come here, come here. Do you want to say hello to the people? <laughs> I'm about to have my very fabulous coffee and I normally have two eggs and there's only a, a very sad little one left. You, you don't have to dip your head down, Jake. <laughs> Thank you, just do it with the one. Yep. Okay, thanks bud. More coconut oil or the same? Normal, normal coconut oil. So as an aside, I have a very interesting concoction or my take on a bulletproof coffee. And I make it with coconut oil and coffee, and I also have eggs in it. It's very, it's very strange. I know it sounds really gross. I know it sounds really weird, but it's a bit like transitioning from normal milk to soy milk or normal milk to almond milk. It can at first be like, it's freaking disgusting. And then the more you have it, the more you get used to it. And now I'm like, love it. I love it. So it helps me get the protein in and all of that kind of thing. So anyway, that's a bit bit random. Uh, we, it is the coffee run, so I suppose we can talk about coffee, right? We're allowed to do that. We're allowed to do that. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Jeanette. Good morning. 
So this thing that I, I really loved about the conversation I had with, with this very fabulous lady yesterday was talking about what I want to see uh, in if I'm if I'm thinking about art. So you guys know I like well I'm I'm guessing you know you may not know I am really I really love statement pieces right I love things that are very edgy that are different. So when I'm thinking about art and styling my house and my home, I want things to differ. I mean, shit, I've got a, a, a graffiti wall. Have you guys seen my graffiti wall? Check this out. It's all the way up over there. And like that's my office, that's that wall. And then I've got the normal black and white stripes over there. Please don't get dizzy. And over there I've got my beach wall. That is the Gold Coast, which is where my just really where we should be living. I don't, it doesn't make any sense that we live where we live. Anyway, um, feels like the beach is very, very far away. Let's be honest. And it is, and it is very far away. Uh, so anywho, so the thing that I really was talking to her about is like, I want, I want things that are different. I want statement pieces. I want, uh, quality. Um, you know, if I'm, if I'm putting stuff in the kids' rooms, perhaps I might go and get something from Target or Kmart or, a, you know, like a, a cheaper store, um, because they're a bit more of it, like they, they change their tastes. No, they change rapidly as children. But for what I want in my home, in, in the statement areas where I want things done, where I want pieces of, of, of art, I want something that is uh, very different to mainstream. And so what I said to her is like, I want to understand if you're sharing an image of, of something that people can buy, like tell me the story. How did you come up with this? Why is it this? Why did you call it what you called it? How do I style this in my room, in my house? You know, give me the whole kind of like 360 view. So if if this is the, the picture, you know, what is the story that comes around all of that? Like, I want to know. I'm so curious about what the process is. And it got me thinking more about, you know, people who I follow and, and what it is that engages and connects me with them. It's not just the fact that they teach writing or authoring or um, personal training or whatever. It's the stuff, hey Naomi, it's the stuff around them and who they are, their thought process, the way they think that fascinates me. It's why I love listening to people like Elizabeth Gilbert talk about writing and, and being an author and the way that she taps into her zone of genius and uh, or taps into the genius that lives in the wall and, and things like that. And it's just like, wow, you know, it helps me to kind of not, uh, not necessarily think differently, but have a deeper understanding of the way that other people think and what other people see. You know, I think about photographers and I'm like, how did you come up with that shot? Were you just like, is it just arsy? You know, does this, does this, is it a fluke? Did it come like, what are, what are you seeing through your eyes? Like, how are you, uh, like, how are you filtering the light through your eyes so that you know how to pick up what you need to pick up? I'm just, I'm fascinated about that. And so things that I love seeing in marketing are not just the, hey, buy this pencil. Although, you know, if you'd buy a pencil without knowing the story. But you know, the thing that, that really captures people's hearts, minds, and imaginations is understanding and hearing 
your wins, the successes, what you love, what you don't love, why you do what you do, how you do what you do, uh, like what the what the what is your creative process for being able to tap in and do the things that you do. It's like, you know, people always ask me, my clients always ask me for journal prompts, you know, what should I be journaling on now and and things like that. And it's like, wow, you know, maybe try this. And I suppose what it does is it helps you to kind of like dig deep and think a bit differently to the way that you normally do. So I love being part of the story that is you or learning more about the story that is you. Yes, I also want to, you know, be educated by you and, and learn from you. But I also want to understand the story behind it. Um, it, it also helps to breed loyalty. Right. If you think about it, if you typically buy a, you know, a, a particular candle or uh, a particular pair of shoes. So there used to be a company called Shoes of Prey and they created custom shoes, complete badasses. And I remember hearing the story about how they were, how they formed, how they were created. Um, then they developed their, their site for being able to custom order your shoes. And then they went into Saks Fifth Avenue. They, they went overseas. Uh, they ended up not remaining. But what I really loved was the story behind all of that. Look at Samantha Wills and her jewelry line. And again, like there's another person who's decided to, to close up her business um, maybe 12, 18 months ago, I think. And, you know, the story that the, the, the transition from selling handmade jewelry on the, at the, the markets at Byron Bay to being an international design, jewelry designer, supplier, creator, retailer, um, and living in New York was something that was just really inspiring to me. Like, I want to hear the story. I want to hear about your trials and tribulations and, and the, and the things that you've had to overcome, like talk to me about your resilience, talk to me about the things that you, that, that didn't work. You know, did it take you a hundred images to get that one that just like pops and is like freaking magic. So I think that what a lot of people miss in their marketing is that they think, Oh, but I'm only selling candles. Well, no, you're not. Like, oh, I'm only selling art. Well, no, you're not. You're selling inspiration. You're selling an escape. You're selling, thank you, Jake. You're selling a talking point. You're selling, um, sorry, you're, you're buying. When you're buying art, you're buying connection, talking points, longevity, investment pieces. I mean, yes, you can go and buy something from Kmart. Uh, it's unlikely to spark the same kind of um, feeling, right? You're selling a feeling. So buying a feeling, hey, Christina. So like there, there's some things that I really freaking love and they're the people that I will read their posts when they're really long or, or not, right? Um, whether they're long or they're short. And so that's the stuff that I love. Like I don't only want to hear the ones twos, like the binary, the ones and zeros, the, 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 the robot steps. I want the heart, the soul, the connection piece. So, you know, help me to help me to see that in your marketing and just watch it go, you know, watch it start to explode. I've got to tell you like the, the advice I gave to this lady yesterday, uh, it's going to be really freaking uncomfortable at first. Right, and you're probably going to feel really vulnerable because it's like you're putting your heart and your soul out on the line, and 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 your face out out on the line as well. It can feel like you're opening yourself up um, for criticism, for admiration, for you know you're almost putting yourself into a role of being a leader, and maybe that feels uncomfortable to you. 
But the thing is, is that this is this is where that you know the bit for you to be able to stand out. That's the key, right? The key is is connection, and the key is sharing you and your personality and your story. Okay, so that's something that I really freaking love. Let me know what you love when when you're looking at things online. What do you love? What do you love to be? Um, what do you love to experience? So I think it's really important that you start to be able to articulate and think about that. Uh, and then the other thing that I thought I would share with you is something that really pisses me off. Um, no, I don't usually talk about this shit that pisses me off because, well, sometimes I do. But, you know, like I'm a bit more glass half full person. So the other day, and if you do this, you need to stop doing this. Okay, just FYI, it's where people hijack a post. So I did my live stream a couple of days ago and I had this guy who jumped in and basically was pitching, I don't know, some Bitcoin shit and um, pointing like doing some stuff on there and basically promoting his stuff. And I just said, like, dude, this is a bit rude, don't you think, coming over onto my page? I don't know who you are. I've never seen you before. You've never commented on anything and now you're commenting and trying to sell your stuff on, my pro on, my, on a post of mine? It's a bit freaking rude. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry if I upset you. I'm like, I'm not upset. Don't assume, don't like, <laughs> so a bit like it felt in my head. I wasn't upset by it. It was like, it's fucking rude and it's damn disrespectful. I don't know who teaches this strategy, but they need a freaking stop. Um, you know, jumping onto somebody else's posts and then talking about what they're selling or what you're selling or what you're doing is just the, the, I think almost like the mo one of the most disrespectful things that you can do as a business owner is like joining somebody else's group so that you can then be pitching your shit in their group. I, you know, unless it's a group that's specific for that, you know, that that's one thing. But, you know, I just think it's really poor form. And <laughs> so I've just gone, it's almost like, could you imagine this? The analogy that I gave him, could you imagine bake, making, uh, making a coffee, right? Or baking a cake. You bake it, the analogy I gave him was baking a cake. So you bake a cake and you go and walk into a bakery that has spent time, money, energy, they've invested everything into, into growing this bakery, serving their customers, knowing their names, making their coffee, you know, remembering who they are, really valuing them, giving them exceptional service. And some knob jockey picks up a cake and, and walks into the cake store and starts to sell or tries to sell his cake to the patrons in the cake store, right? Like literally trying to pitch the same thing uh, like to the, the people in this bakery. I'm like, dude, you need, to, you need to start your own fucking bakery. You need to start your own bakery and sell your own cake in your own bakery. Like you don't go into somebody else's bakery and sell your cake in somebody else's store. That's horseshit. And uh, he didn't reply because you know, why would you? Catherine, I don't know how people think that this is okay. It's just rude. Now, I know that there are some people out there who will create groups specifically with a day that you can, you know, promote your wares, pitch away. And, and if that's what they're doing, then that's, you know, that's totally your call. But if you're in a group, hey, Shannon, you know, if I'm in Shannon's Facebook group, right, and she said like no pitching or whatever, if I go in there, I'm like, hey, guys, you know, without asking her, Right, and this is the other thing. Like, it's a without permission. It's completely unsolicited and just not okay. You know, if I was to go to her group and say, you know, 
yo bitches, I'm doing this thing. You should totally buy it. You know, come on, come down, you know, blah, blah, blah. Shannon's going to be like, that's fucked. This is my group. I've spent time, money, energy growing this. You know, I'm adding value. And, and you know, for me just to come in, it's like cutting your lunch. It is not okay ever to be doing that. And so, you know, the thing that, I don't know. It's like, I, I think there's two things, Catherine. Like you said, how do people even think that it's okay? Number one, I know it's a strategy that people have been taught. Uh, and any internet marketers that have taught you to go in and, and, and join other groups and pitch your stuff in other groups, like it's just, uh, it's questionable advice for a start. The second thing is that you should be spending time, money and energy on growing your own community. You know, it, it takes time, it takes energy, it takes money, it takes consistency. It is hard freaking work, which is why, you know, if you go in and cut someone's lunch, I, I really hope that that person, you know, gives you a bit of a clip around the ears because it's just, it's just not okay. So cultivate your own group, cultivate your own tribe in your own community. And if there is something that you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I know that this would be really beneficial, then talk to the person who owns that page or owns that group and ask if it's okay. Um, don't be surprised nor be offended if they say thanks and no, you know, that is not okay.com. So, you know, there's also going to create a disconnect. People in those communities, they're like, oh, what the heck just happened there? This is really weird. And then the other thing that can happen is that if, if, if it's not addressed, is that other people start thinking it's okay. And then next minute, everything that's going on in there is just everybody's pitching their stuff. It's like Pitch Fest 2000. It's just crap. Shan said, I mean, if it was you, I'd cheer you on. But yeah, it's shady when randoms pop up and spruik on your platform, right? I mean, I mean, I would never do that to you. If I said, oh, babe, you know, I've got this thing, you know, can we promote it? And you're like, yeah, go. Like, that's a different story, right? But um, yeah, that's that. Carmen, oh God, I'm feeling bad now. I posted in the group. You can post, like if it's a, if it's a client group, that, you know, dude, that's a different story. I don't know what group you're talking about. Uh, you haven't done anything wrong, right? Carmen, you, like that I've seen anyway, like you're, you're good. Um, I, I, I guess like the thing is, is like, I, I've got a, it happens a lot in free groups and stuff as well. Um, where people just think it's like, it's on for young and old and they're just like, you know, they're blabbering their stuff. It just leaves a sour taste and it's not a good community experience. It's not a good customer experience. It's not a good client experience. You know, go find your own tribe, go find your own people. And unless you've got an affiliate, um, like an affiliate agreement or a referral agreement, or you've got permission, different ball game, right? Totally different ball game. Um, you know, if it's a client group and you're asking for help or support or whatever, like I'm not talking about that. I'm literally talking about you promoting your shit as in, you know, I've got this really great program, you should buy it or download my free cryptocurrency million dollar guide. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just bullshit. Uh, Catherine, sorry, rife on Instagram, people begging for a follow. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I, I'll i get on Instagram, I get quite a few comments about, hey, blah, blah, crypto, this, crypto, that. I was like, yeah, mark is spam. I just don't even, you know, don't even play along. Uh, and I don't even comment. It shits me. And most of the time, if, if this kind of thing happens, and it doesn't happen very often for me these days, admittedly, um, and if this stuff happens, I tend to just delete the comment. But I thought, nah, 
this is really shitty me. And if anybody else, you know, thought that, um, that that was okay, and if I didn't address it, it, it can really set people up to think, oh, look, you know, this is great. It's like when you see, you know when you see Facebook ads? I, I've seen this happen where there's Facebook ads that are there, and then people are like, oh, by the way, you know, they're, oh, this is great. Oh, by the way, I've got this workshop coming up, or you should download my book. You know, that's not like my book, but say, you know, Starbucks girl comments on my post. Oh yeah, this is really great. Hey, you should totally buy my Starbucks book on my post that I'm advertising that I'm paying for. Horseshit. Not okay. It needs to be called out. Totally needs to be called out. Um, sometimes people join groups to learn from others and then post up in that group once they do their own work. Um, what do I, what do you think about this? Cause I've posted that I just published. Oh yeah, no, no, Jeanette. No, that's fine. That's in a, like, so what Jeanette's talking about, she's in a, in a program with me that we've got a private client group and there's celebrations and stuff going in. That's fine. That the pitching bit is where if you are, to be really clear, if somebody came in and commented on here and said, hey, I'm doing a workshop next week, you guys should jump in, here's the link to buy a ticket, I'm like, meow, meow. Um, if they're like, yeah, 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 you know, I've just written this book on my post, like not, this is my public domain, right? This is how I market to people. This is how I build relationships with you guys. This is how I build and grow my business. So if somebody came in and said, unless if I've given you permission to, it's a different story. But if someone came in and said, hey, you've written a book. Yay, I've written a book. Here, everybody, jump on and buy my book. If somebody else had said that, I'd be like, dude, hell no. That's not okay on my page. If I, like I talked about at the start of this, I talked about you guys have got to follow Gerda Muller and Dr. Tess Crawley if you're not already and the very fabulous Joe Muirhead as well, by the way. Um, but Gerda and Tess run a podcast at the moment called, uh, is it Three Things I Love About Business and One Thing I Hate or something like that. And um, they're just really hilarious and funny and, and very amazing and you should totally follow them. Uh, different story, right? If I'm talking about it, it is total fair game. Um, in a client group, in a private client group, so that people have paid to be a part of, there's almost like a different set of rules and boundaries for in there. So I encourage my clients to share things with each other in those groups. So if I've got a private group, like I'm doing this 30 day challenge at the moment, which is really fun. We're all on a call at 6 a.m. And in there, they're like, oh, you know, I want to share, can we share each other's pages? I'm like, fuck yeah, go do that. That's freaking amazing. You're already a client of mine, right? But it's not like, um, yeah, great analogy. It's like you're having a party in your house and someone runs in and says, come over the road, there's a better party over there. It's exactly like that. Exactly like that. Not exactly, you know what I mean? Great metaphor. So, if I've said, oh, hey, we're also going to go over the road a bit later, no worries, right? Or if I've told that person, hey, come over and grab us at 10 because this party needs to be moved, then that's fine. But if it's unsolicited, not permission given, it is not okay. So just to be clear, all of my clients who are on here, when you're in the groups and you're in my paid groups and you're sharing your shit, that is totally fine. That is totally fine. I would have a conversation with you if there was something going wrong. But for those of you who are who are not, it's just really crass and shit. So 
so I thought that I would just share that with you. Um, and it's a bit like the trolls and stuff, I suppose, and haters, you know, these people need to be called out. If somebody is, is promoting their stuff on, on your free, uh, your free groups and you haven't given permission on your page or on your ads, call them out, take screenshots of it message say or like you don't message you post publicly say hey you know that's a bit rude um you know maybe go over and create your own stuff or you can just delete it it's completely up to you how you deal with it but you've got to address it because to me it's a bit like um you know not addressing bad behavior like your kid does something wrong and if you don't address it then they don't learn from that and some people are just some people are a bit slow on the uptake right? Let's just be clear. Sometimes they just need to hear the same thing that no, 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 no. This is not okay. Like 25 times before they go, oh, right. This is really not okay.com. But if in doubt, ask the person, you know, ask the person who owns the group. If there's something that you want to share, if you think it's relevant and appropriate, then ask for permission, but otherwise don't do it. It's just shitty behavior. So, that's my little rant on that. So as a reminder to come back, because I really love ending on positive notes, and I know that you all took, probably, hopefully took something away from that, other than me being just a little bit, you know, passionate about that. The thing that I love, love, love seeing, hearing, and being immersed in when I'm looking at your stuff on the internets is I want to see the story. I want to see behind the scenes. I want to understand your thought process, your thinking, how you came up with this idea. Why did you think about this? How is it helpful? How did you just, were you born fully formed and you just knew this stuff? Like, no. So what was the story? What's the learning? What's kind of like, give me some, give me some theater, give me some drama, give me some story, give me some, uh, you know, the, give me the, the story that goes like this, because, you know, we all have ups and downs. We all have ups and downs in business and in our mood and in our, you know, how motivated we feel. It's normal. So help me understand that. Help me understand your thinking or your creative process. Uh, that's the stuff that has people investing more readily and more easily because they can go, oh, wow. Well, you know what? Like Elizabeth Gilbert, she'll sit and she'll start writing and she waits for the genius to kick in. And, and I remember her talking in a TED talk a number of years ago about the genius that lives in the wall. And, you know, sometimes it, it just comes easily. And other times you kind of got to like almost grab it by the tail. So, you know, that for me made sense. You know, she also talked about, um, you know, the fear that, that a lot of authors have after having a successful book, it's like, what if I never have another creative idea? Like, what if I don't have, what if there's not another book in me? And um, I had, it's really funny because I had, I've had that same thought after writing Visible. I had the same thought. I, I finished writing Into the Spotlight um, a couple of weeks ago and it's, and it's currently with the publisher and she's told me she loves it. There are some things we need to tweak to make it even more amazing. Um, which I was like, okay, cool. Like I can live with that. That that's okay. Um, but you know, I, I had that moment of like, shit. You know, what if this is the last book I ever write? That would be a bit boring. You know, what else can I, what else can I write about? Like, I wonder what the next idea will be. And I was literally journaling a few days ago, and blah, like it was like, <laughs> it was like that. It was just like this 
um, lightning bolts through the brain and I just got like, oh my God, that is it. And then all of the ideas started pouring out. But if I hadn't, uh, like it could have caused more anxiety or more stress if I didn't also know that somebody who's very successful, Elizabeth Gilbert, eat, pray, love, fame and big magic. Um, you know, if I hadn't had, if I hadn't heard that, perhaps I might've been a little bit more stressed about it or a little bit more anxious or a little bit more, I don't know, um, thoughtful around it where what it gave me the ability to do was to sit more in trust and go, okay, cool. You know, the idea will come when it's supposed to come and we'll see what happens. Not writing another book this year, you guys, not writing another book this year. It'll be next year. Um, but it gives me a good, like it gives me a really good foundation and probably a good six months to start really, you know, collecting the, the thoughts and the references and, and the stories and, and all of the things that will, that will form that, that piece of work, uh, which I'm really excited about. So I hope that helps you. What do you love when you're looking at people's marketing? And when you find those things that you love, it's really important because to, for you to be able to insert those into your marketing, because here's the thing, the thing that twigs you, the thing that gets you is highly likely to twig and get the people that you wanna work with, your hot, cold clients, because the honest fact is this, they're actually really similar to you. They engage very similarly to you. That's why when, when you connect, like Shannon and I, um, met for the first time in person in February last year and it was just like soul sister bang you know just down to earth ridiculously funny love your guts um you know it's just like bang and so you know our, our hot cold clients are really similar to us so if there's something that you find engaging entertaining and or uh, deep, meaningful things that stop you, you've got to put that into, look for a way to put that and insert that into your marketing because chances are that's going to be the thing that activates your audience as well. All right, you guys, I trust that that's helpful. Uh, what do you need to do? You need to get out there, go have a whole bunch of fun, help some people. We have got Visible Live happening this weekend. I will put the link in the comments for you because I don't have it. Hang oh yeah, I do. Hang on. What are you talking about, Nicola? Do you know what is the best invention ever? I have to tell you. The best invention ever is the Mac ability, like so Apple iOS, whatever, I don't know, Apple-ness, the ability to press copy on your computer and then paste it and on my phone is fucking brilliant. I love it. It is just the best thing ever. Visible Live, you will walk away with a marketing plan, a content plan, you will know how to stand out, you will have structure, you will have a 12-month plan that you can utilize that will help you to eliminate any overwhelm and stress when it comes to marketing you, putting your gorgeous self out there and changing the world in the way that you do it. So on that note, I am going to love you and leave you. Have a very wonderful Thursday afternoon or night, Wednesday night, depending on whereabouts in the world you are. I love you very, very much. Get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And remember the world is so freaking ready for your brand of awesomeness. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.